Welcome, everybody. It's time for another episode of Asher Sales Sense, brought to you by Asher Strategies, the only global sales training company that integrates leading sales methodologies and the latest neuroscience studies into a simple and repeatable, that's the key, simple and repeatable 10-step process for sales success. Thank you, Paul. Paul is our announcer for Asher Sales Sense, and I'm Dave Potts in the Asher Strategies studio in Washington, D.C. Our host today is John Asher, CEO and founder of Asher Strategies, and the title of the show is Capitalizing on the Science of Selling. John's guest is Chuck Reeves, founder of Sales Suites and a top-rated corporate speaker. Topics covered during the program will include whatever Chuck wants to talk about. John, over to you. Uh, thank you, Dave. Chuck, great to have you on the show. You know, you and I have traveled very similar paths. We work with CEOs, we work with sales teams, and we both agree that sales has an awful lot of scientific backing to it. Totally agree. Neuroscience now, we, we know that most decisions, you know, we're at the subliminal level. I know you talk about that, 93% of them are. I've heard yeah. very similar data. I think I just recently saw 96%, but it's essentially almost all. When I ask my audiences, is sales an art or a science? Because most of them say it's an art or a little bit of both. Very few give any scientific notations to the process of selling. And that number that you mentioned continues to creep up. There was a study out of the UK in 2017 that showed 93% of our communication happens at the subconscious subliminal level. And now the number continues to creep up. I think we're going to see the point where sales is mostly a science, even though most people think today it's primarily an art form. No, I totally agree. The example that I use is comparing sales professionals to a surgeon. People say sales can't be a science because every salesperson is different, every customer is different, and customers are different on subsequent sales calls, so how could sales possibly be a science? Well, if we compare it to surgery, no two surgeons are the same, no two patients are the same, and no patient is the same on subsequent experiences. So if you had to go under the knife, would you choose a surgeon who is very analytical or one who is very creative? And in Southern California, of course, people say, I'd rather have the creative person. Maybe they could fix something else while I'm out. But if we look at the whole concept of selling is following a process. We can go back to the UK in one of their studies that they did where they re-implemented the checklist in the operating theater. The operating theater is pre-op, op, and post-op. By implementing the checklist, an entry-level employee could stop a procedure if something wasn't checked off. As a result, Post-op complications went down. So how important is the checklist? Post-op mortality went down. Now how important is the checklist? Sales is pre-call planning. Yes, we have to have a process. If I call on you as a salesperson and you're my prospect or customer, and the first question I ask is, how many of my widgets would you like to buy? That sales call is going nowhere. But if instead I start with a process, I've done my pre-call planning, I know who John Asher is, I know what his company is all about, I know he's achieving great things in the world of sales development, 
Then I could ask John, what are the top three goals you set for this year, and what obstacles have you identified that might prevent you from making those goals? Then you would be more likely to be interested in my widgets, wouldn't you? Certainly would be, because now you got it, the whole conversation focused on me, uh, the buyer, and not you, the salesperson. Yes. But if you're a commissioned salesperson and your livelihood depends on the next commission check, or you've got a boss that's asking you about your quota and how you're making it, you're going to be inclined to focus too much on yourself. So the whole idea of selling is following a prescribed process. You have the process that you teach. I have the process that I teach. And both of them work. I had a seatmate the other day on an airplane say, you sales trainers all say the same thing. And my response is, <laughs> I hope so. Because That's we're right. all leading in the same direction. Same destination. We're just taking a different route. That's all there is to it. There's more than one way to do it. I agree. As similar as we are, if I try to sell like you, I will fail miserably. And if you try to sell like me, you will fail miserably. But using the same principles, using the same process, we can both be successful. And that's where your idea of the personality comes in or the style comes in. If you have a different yeah. personality than I do, we're going we're gonna to accomplish those steps differently. But as long as you accomplish the steps, you're in good shape. Exactly. I liken it also to using a recipe. Uh, I'm something of a gourmet cook. I can do seven different varieties of cold cereal with and without fruit. So I'm, I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> but if we want to cook something sophisticated, we have a recipe, don't we? And the recipe is the ingredients. Do we have what we need? to make this happen because if we get halfway through the process and we're missing an ingredient, it could be that the whole thing is going to have to start over again. And customers don't allow mulligans. Customers don't allow start overs. So once we have all the ingredients, then we follow the recipe and we want to make sure that we're doing every step in order. Every step in order. That's the critical difference. And something I stumbled onto recently is the difference in management and supervision, management, sales management, and sales supervision, which we rarely talk about. Right. Sales management is like having the fully equipped kitchen and pantry. So management means we have all the tools, we deliver a great product, we have good people, we have a CRM, we have all those things that are necessary. But aren't most salespeople unsupervised? Most of our sales calls, we don't have a boss with us. Either over the phone or face-to-face, -face, we are unsupervised. Well, that supervision can happen through the process, through the recipe. We have step-by-step -step instructions of what we're going to do. And when we follow that process, magically and scientifically, the sales close, the sales happen. Totally agree. It's kind of like the pilot in an airplane may have had uh, 10,000 takeoffs, but every time he's going to go through that checkoff list. Perfect example. The fact that they're going through that checklist gives me an assurance as a passenger that this is probably going to work well. When we hear <laughs> exactly. about plane crashes, it's typically not a major thing that happened. It's a minor thing that happened. 
they missed one particular step. And even as sophisticated as airplanes are, they can still do that. Well, sales is highly complex, more complex, I believe, than flying, because no two customers are the same. We're dealing with human nature. And there's nothing more bizarre on the planet than human nature. <laughs> totally agree, Chuck. When you go back to your process for sales or of science, you have four elements to it. Do you, would you like to talk about those for just a couple of minutes? Yeah, the argument that I make is I think sales is a science. So if it is a science, it must meet the four criteria of any other science. Number one, it must be measurable. Sciences can be measured. And so as an example, I talked to a CEO one time. He's German, very German. I was working with this company. He called me in his office. He said, how long do you teach value-added selling? I said, I've been teaching value-added selling for 20 years. He said, what is value? Is that a good question or what? Because I could not define the word. What is value? He and I sat down and figured out there are four components to value, quality, service, timeliness, and cost. And then he came up with an algorithm I converted the algorithm into a calculator, so now we have a value calculator. And you can actually sit down with a customer who says, I'm leaving you for somebody with a lower price, and instead of talking to them about price, you talk to them about value, they go through the quantification. So if we can quantify value, we should be able to quantify anything and be able to measure it. So measurable, predictable. If it's a science, it is predictable. You watch the weather on TV, and the weatherman can be accurate up to about, what, two and a half or three hours or something like that. I flew with one of those celebrities on, on the weather channel the other day. I said, how do you do a 10-day forecast? He said, well, we're pretty good out about three days after that. We use the almanac. So, but it's still predictable to a degree. <laughs> Measurable, predictable, replicable. It's a science. We can make it happen again. Now, this is where technology is kicking in. If you look at some of your analytical tools, the ones that you use to diagnose what the salesperson is all about and help them understand what makes the customer tick, then we can start replicating sales. We can start putting some kind of form and fashion behind it. I'm seeing an awful lot of replication with tablets, with apps on telephones, and it's just amazing what can happen with replicatability. So measurable, predictable, replicatable, and here comes the fun, automatable. AI and AR are never going to replace salespeople because there's too much of the human element involved. But when we look at RSA, real sales automation, now this is far beyond the CRM. And if you're not using a CRM, it's time to get on board because the world's going to run past you. Agreed. Going far beyond the CRM in sales automation is where the future is. It's got to build on existing technologies. So I need to understand what makes people tick, so I need to use your tools for analysis. I need to understand how to flow with the process, so people need to understand your process or my process. I need to understand when I can stop and ask for the order, and I need to be able to quantify my value to the customer. So when we look at it from a scientific point of view, it's a whole lot more than a slap on the back or a bag of donuts or taking the customer out for golf. There's a lot more to it than that. Say, Chuck, uh, those four areas that really prove that sales is a science totally agree. 
the automation part of it is just increasing exponentially. Crazy the way it's going. And so if salespeople aren't embracing that, they've really got to think hard about it. To give an example, if I told my uh, sales group that we're getting rid of Salesforce, they'd quit. You know, Salesforce as a CRM is just too great of a tool. So Chuck, let's wrap this up. If you could leave the uh, audience with one or two things that they could take action on right away and then let them know how they could contact you, that would be great. Oh, wonderful. First of all, recognize that sales is an orderly science. Recognize that the price objection is never valid. In the history of recorded time, no customer has ever said your price is too high a minute. That's Chuckism numbers. <laughs> and then to contact me is Chuck Reeves. We sell Reeves, R-E-A-V-E-S, like leaves, but Reeves. So ChuckReeves.com. You can go to SalesSuites.com. You can go to BlendedSelling.com. We're doing a lot of work right now. Or 404-822-6171 or Chuck at ChuckReeves.com. If you have questions or insights, I would love to hear it. I get my material from real-world situations that people call me about. That's terrific, Chuck. It was just great to have you on the show. Over 200 correlation studies show that natural aptitude is the most significant factor in predicting sales success. Asher's Advanced Personality Questionnaire, the APQ, consistently identifies peak performers in outside sales, inside sales, sales management, customer support, and 17 other business positions. Go to asherstrategies.com today or call 866-833-9941. That's Asher Strategies at 866-833-9941. Thank you, John and Chuck. That's all the time we have for today. Paul, take it away. You've been listening to another episode of Asher Sales Sense right here on Asher Strategies Radio. 